Dreams are one of the most valuable and accessible tools available to every single person on the planet. From ancient Mesopotamia to the surface of the moon, dreams have contributed to the evolution of the human race. Hey there, I'm Meg, an oracle and dream interpreter. I help people discover the psychological and spiritual information available to them in their dreams. This podcast is a gateway designed to teach you how to interpret your own dreams, what to do with the information that you uncover, and expand your understanding of self. Join me on this journey as I dive into the very real dreams of individuals across the globe. This is a gateway to the world of dreams. This is Dream Access. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Dream Access. My name is Meg Bartlett. I'm an oracle and dream interpreter that helps people understand the messages within their dreams, the internal conversation that they're having, and then how to apply that information to your waking life to help you make positive changes, to help you understand more about yourself, and just be more present in life in general. Our dreams are one of these things that are constantly talking to us, right? It's constantly a conversation between the different parts of yourself, and it can really give you a lot of insight into how you feel at your core, what is and is not working for you in your life. And in this podcast, we're going to dive into the different dreams of individuals across the globe. We're going to help interpret those for people and give you some idea of how you can start interpreting your own dreams. The entire point of this podcast is to help give you a new perspective, to help you learn the individual imagery that your brain likes to use, and then be able to apply that information as a form of daily, weekly, or monthly practice. Okay, so let's just dive right into what are dreams. We're going to talk both scientifically and psychologically, as well as touching on the spiritual portion of dreams near the end. So scientifically, we understand the basics of when we dream, but we don't necessarily understand why. There are a lot of psychological definitions and theories that can help us understand the why, but scientifically, we're not able to prove that yet. However, what we do know is that most dreams occur during REM sleep. This is at the end of a sleep stage, right? It's the state where you're most active. It's characterized by heavier breathing, uh, more sense of wakefulness, back and forth movement of the eyes, and other indications of consciousness. There have even been studies done where the electrical activity in individual brains have been measured both during waking life and during REM sleep, REM sleep. And the electrical measurements are almost identical, meaning that during REM sleep, we're in more of a conscious state. We have more ability to remember and recall facts and details because our body is sending us signals that we might be awake, which helps us to move through those scenarios as if we were awake. That's why the imagery sometimes can feel like you're in a movie or sometimes you can be experiencing almost very real and vivid dreams. When we look at the purpose of dreams psychologically, there are a lot of theories out there and there have been a lot of studies, but we're still studying this area of our lives, right? Dreams are not something that a lot of focus has been put on, and I want to help change that. So let's explore some of the psychological theories that are out there. First and foremost, dreams are an aspect of human evolution. So when we go about our daily lives, we're constantly interacting with people, we're having experiences, conversations, we're taking in information through our five senses. There's a lot of energy going out of our bodies into interpreting the signals that are coming in, but we don't necessarily have time to distill all of that information in the moment. This is where dreams come in. So when we're dreaming, it's almost like 
the other half of your brain takes over and it says, okay, I'm going to take all of the information that I have gathered today and I'm going to form it into memories. I'm going to distill it. I'm going to understand how it applies to me in my existence. I'm going to think about it. I'm just going to take in this information and retain it. And this is a very important process in evolution because we would not be where we are today, societally or culturally or scientifically, if we were not able to process that information that we were taking in and form those memories, right? You are not the same person that you were 10 years ago because you have had more life experience. You have had other interactions and you've taken all of that information and applied it almost like another layer on top of your previous experiences and memories. All of these things build off of each other to help you evolve as a human being. So first and foremost, dreams are helping us to evolve as a human. They're helping us to move through life and they're helping us learn and retain new information. Now, the second purpose of dreams is for inner discovery and management. When we go through our waking life, right, we're having all these experiences and forming our memories and everything. There are some times when we come across traumatic experiences or things that we don't have the tools to handle in the moment. Emotionally, we don't know how to answer the situation. Maybe it's something new. Maybe it's something that has fear to it, right? Maybe there's just something that's really difficult that's happening in our lives. And the brain, if it's not able to handle that moment, if it's not able to sit in that moment, it tends to put things that it can't handle in the unconscious. Now, the unconscious, I like to think of uh, with the phrase skeletons in the closet, right? It's all the things that I don't want to look at this. I don't want to be aware of this. I don't want to think about this experience. So I'm just going to shove it down and either completely forget about it or just pretend it doesn't exist. Now, this is really common with individuals who have PTSD or traumatic experiences or just anyone who's had a really difficult moment. You know, I myself have PTSD and I grew up in a very traumatic environment and there are a lot of things that I put in my unconscious. But regardless of whether you're aware of those things or not, they're still affecting you. So everything that you put in your unconscious can still come back to affect your waking life. That could be showing up as difficulty falling asleep or difficulty staying asleep. That can show up as anxiety or depression. It can show up as having to put your back to a wall when you sit down in a restaurant because you want to be aware of your surroundings because, because there's a factor of trust that isn't being answered in your life. That was me for a very long time. <laughs> So the purpose of this inner discovery and management is really your dreams are operated by your subconscious and the subconscious acts as a go-between for your unconscious, all of those skeletons in the closet and the things you don't want to think about and your conscious waking life, how you are acting out into the world, what you actively allow yourself to think about and feel and do. And so this purpose is really, you know, when we have a lot of things in our unconscious and we're starting to see physical symptoms or we're starting to see it, you know, act out in our conscious life, even though we're not allowing ourselves to be aware of the situation that had created that behavior or that way of being, our subconscious says, hey, you know, there's, a, there's something that we can heal here. There is some way that we can rectify what we have put in the unconscious. So the subconscious likes to bring it up in dreams, which are a very easy environment for you to initially come into contact with that repressed memory, that difficult experience or that emotion that you don't want to think about. It's almost like a sandbox environment. 
And so when we begin to pay attention to our dreams, when we begin to recall them and remember them and write them down, we can start to become aware of the things that we have repressed. And that presents us with an opportunity to heal ourselves, to actively take a part and say, hey, okay, this is coming up. I think I know what it's in reference to. This is a thing that I haven't necessarily answered yet, or this is something that I haven't allowed myself to feel the emotions that I needed to feel in that moment. I'm going to set aside time for myself in my waking life to sit down and work through that experience. And that's what healing is all about. Healing is really just accepting what happened to us in our life as, yes, this thing happened. You don't have to forgive anyone. Um, That's a personal opinion, but just accepting your reality, right? Accepting, yep, this happened to me. Maybe it sucks. Maybe it was the most horrible thing on the planet, but you have a chance and you have the capability to then move forward from that experience once you accept that it actually exists. So this is another area that our dreams can help us with. The third purpose of dreams, and I just touched on this, is the sandbox environment. So there's a couple purposes in the sandbox environment. The first would be to run through scenarios. You know, this is another evolutionary tool of the brain. It likes to think through scenarios, right? Preparing for things. Uh, Anyone with anxiety knows what this is. (laughs) Um, You know, constantly thinking about, okay, this is, you know, what if this happens? And what if this happens? How am I going to make it through this moment? And your dreams can be an aspect of helping you boil down all of the facts that you have, all of the information that you have available to you, and thinking through how you might act in that situation or how you might make it through it. The other aspect of the sandbox environment is emotional expression. So this is really big in our society right now. There are a lot of different emotions that are not acceptable to express out in public or, you know, in familial circles or other cultural circumstances. There are certain aspects of self that people do not want to see. And we're getting better at this as a society, but it's still something that can be really difficult when you're feeling it and you can't express what needs to come out of your body because we always store emotions in our body until we release them. And this process is called tissue memory. And this has actually been scientifically proven that different traumas and difficulties and different emotional experiences, if they're not released in the moment or if it's difficult to move through them, that energy can become locked into your physical body until you come to a time where you can release it. So this sandbox environment with emotional expression can help you release emotions that you know you wouldn't be able to express out in society or culturally. So a lot of the time you might experience anger in your dreams, and that could be an expression of emotions that you just haven't allowed yourself to feel. That could be a way for you to work through it in an environment that is safe. You know, it's only you interacting with yourself in that dream space. And it's safe for you to express all of those emotions that you can't necessarily put out into the world. So the last thing that I want to talk about with dreams is the spiritual exploration part. There are so many experiences that people have had across the globe, um, you know, maybe coming across a loved one in a dream who had passed or having an encounter with another being or another energy, or just feeling like you're interacting with yourself in a way that is not only psychological. And we're going to touch on some of those in this podcast. So now that you know what dreams are scientifically and psychologically, we've touched on the spiritual portion as well. I just want to talk briefly about how to apply dreams to your waking life, because this is really the part where dreams show their importance and they show their value to you. I'm going to start with an example. Recently, we had the winter holidays and myself and my family celebrate Christmas. 
I had woken up Christmas morning to a dream that was really not sitting well with me. It was really conflict-based dream. And I, as an individual, like to avoid conflict. That's something that I am currently working on in this lifetime. So what I like to do with my dreams is recall as much information as I can upon first waking. And sometimes I will lay in bed without opening my eyes. I'll try to minimize my amount of movement. And just so I can better recall the dream, I'm limiting all of the external factors, right? I'm not moving around. I'm not taking in different sights. And I'm keeping the energy focused on remembering the dream. Once I remember as much detail as I can, I like to identify the different elements in the dream, and then I define those elements. Now, a dream element could be a person, a place, a thing, um, a feeling, or an emotion. Emotion is very important for dreams. It sets the tone for them. And then I weave all of those things together into what the dream's purpose or message is. So in this dream that I had Christmas morning, I was having an argument with my husband throughout this whole dream. In the dream, he's telling me, I'm just not going to go to Christmas dinner. I'm just not going to go. I don't feel like it. I'm not going to do it. And in the dream, I started freaking out because I, as a person, have a lot of perceptions about what responsibilities there are around Christmas, what other people expect about me in this holiday season. And that stems from a childhood experience that I am well aware of. So I already have this foundation of understanding here. Now, with the dream constantly escalating with the conflict, when I woke up, I was able to identify that there were two parts of myself here. When we dream about other people, it doesn't always mean that they are in our dream space. Usually our brain is taking the imagery of that individual, what they mean to us, the concept, the theme, the emotion that we feel about when we think of them and applying that to a part of ourselves. So my husband in this dream really represents the laid back part of me, the part of me that wants to be chill, the part of me that doesn't want to feel pressure. And this part was interacting with my anxiety part, the part of me that has this foundational sense of, I have to do this and this and this on Christmas. I have to show up in this way for my family. I have to do all of these things that, you know, these are all of my perceptions. They're not necessarily true, but I'm taking them onto myself anyways. And so this dream is exploring the inner conflict that I have where I don't want to feel pressured, but I also have this foundation of pressure. So what did I do with that information? When I woke up on Christmas morning, I went into my husband's bedroom and I said, hey, this is the dream that I just had. This is what I think it means. I am in a space today where I need to lessen the amount of anxiety, the amount of pressure, and the amount of expectation that I put on myself. I want to have a day that is relaxing, that we're able to ease into. I want to be able to enjoy my coffee. Can you help me to answer my needs? Can you meet me where I'm at? And this is the most important aspect of dream work because when you wake up every day, you are going to be in one space or, or another. Nothing is constant, right? We are constantly changing. We're constantly shifting in different ways. And if you can meet yourself where you're at and you can ask for support in doing that, then you're going to have a much better day than if you didn't listen to the information that was available to you. So in this podcast, we're going to have discussions with people all over the world, really diving into what their dreams are, what the interpretation could be, and how it applies to their life in the moment. And I'm hoping that you can begin to uncover what your dreams mean to you and how you can apply them to your own life. I feel like this message is really important at this time because 2023 for me is coming across as the year of information. 
And whenever we gain new insider information, we are able to make changes to our lives that can better set us up for success, that can support us, that can, that can help us show up for ourselves in the way that we need most. There's going to be a ton of great information in this podcast. I'm so excited to share it all with you, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Love the podcast? Become a Patreon supporter and receive monthly educational videos, weekly dream forecasts and guidance, journal prompts, insight into my personal dream experiences, and more. Visit patreon.com slash dream To be featured on the show and have an in-depth dream discussion with me, visit souldreamexperience.com slash dream or check out my site for individual dream services. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.